Blog Talk Radio. Well, good afternoon and welcome to the Success Design. My name is Beth Schenkel Anderson and I am your host. And today I'm very pleased to have a very special guest. Her name is Layla Wright and she is barely 30 years old and she has already written and published her memoirs and met the President of the United States. So, I'm very excited to delve into this interview and find out all we can about this amazing and remarkable young lady. Hi, Layla. Hey, Beth. Hey there. Thanks so much for being on my show today. I really appreciate your taking out taking out some time from your schedule, um, from, from meeting the president and writing your memoirs to join us today. Well, thank you so much for having me on. It's quite an honor to to ask to be interviewed, so I appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. I was so excited to um to uh interview you when I had seen back um I had seen that you had written your memoirs back about six months ago and I had always had you on my mind to get you on my show and luckily it worked out with both of our schedules that you were able to um to come onto our show. So um why don't we start out? I think you have a really great story about how. Um, let me let everybody know what the title of your book is. It's a memoir of Layla, sharing light into darkness, and it's a it's a book that was inspired and contains uh, ex- excerpts from your um, your journal. So yes. why don't you talk a little bit about that and how that came about? Okay. So I've kept a journal since I was 13, and journaling was always a way for me to kind of quiet my mind and get some things things out that were kind of stressful at different points in my life. And I noticed when I was a sophomore in college that some of the things I was writing were actually rhyming and were actually poetry. So um, that's kind of when I discovered that I had a gift for writing, mm-hmm. and uh, I just continued continued to do that, and I still journal um, today. Oh, wow, that's great. Well, I journal as well, and whenever I realized we had that connection, um, I was really excited. Um, what What do you find that you get the most out of when you journal? I feel like it's sort of peeling off the layers of um the surface and then it gets into the deeper the deeper part of the soul and for me it's really a connection with my spirituality uh, my spirit as well as just with myself well that's really that's really great i know when i journal sometimes i i just recap my day you know i just I just say, hey, this is what happened. And then sometimes I actually work out a problem that, you know, I don't want to go to bed with. I usually journal at night. And I find that if I write in my journal before I go to bed, either I'm able to work out a problem in my sleep or I'm able to work out a problem on pen and pad and I don't have to worry about it anymore. So I don't know if if you've had those, yeah, if you've had those same experiences. Um, one of the things I'm doing right now is reading a book called Unsinkable, How to Bounce Back Quickly When Life Knocks You Down. And the first chapter has a tip on journaling and why it's important. And I was going to read that, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, 
and it's a tip for journaling. It says, a great way to unleash your true feelings is to write them out. Buy a journal and write in it each day. Journaling is a powerful and therapeutic activity. It's like having a conversation with yourself. When writing, don't think about what come what what don't think about what you are writing. Just write whatever comes to your mind. Don't edit it, don't question it, and don't judge it. Simply write freely as though the words are being channeled through you. Allow whatever comes up to come up. If you feel like crying, allow yourself to cry. If, allow yourself to feel the pain. Allow all the pain, sadness and anger to come to the surface and release it. Don't think it is wrong to feel what you are feeling. Sometimes nothing feels better than a good cry. And while, you know, rarely do I actually cry when I'm writing in my journal, um, sometimes I have. And sometimes I didn't know those feelings were there. And um, and then that helps release a lot of the pent-up stress that I believe we have in our lives. So, Absolutely. So what were some of your, um, that, that are included in your book, um, I'll ask you about, about those specifically, some of the uh, the pros that um, that you've written in your book that uh, that talk about you know maybe feelings or uh, things like that. Well, one of the things that you mentioned in uh, what you just read is that when you're writing, you just write freely and you have no restrictions or structure on your writing. It's just kind of allowing it to flow out of you. And um, I actually wrote a poem about writing. Um, it's called Purpose. And um, I could read that for you. Sure, absolutely. Um, now is a good time. Okay, this one is uh, it's a short one, but it's, uh, it's called Purpose. Intimacy in writing, thrashing my soul into this page. In anger, sadness, joy, rage, longingness, quietness. Embracing her, holding her. Pushing, pushing, pushing. Stolen in moments, waiting for the rain. The stolen angst, words forced onto the page. Words bring freedom, speak truth. Words say, I want you. Words of intrigue and of disguise. Words sing to me. Words give life, cry for me. Fly. Words come to me, words. I will hide in my unopened womb. There will be a day of reckoning, time to shine. Sky is turquoise blue. The light shines secretly. That's really pretty. It's it's nothing like my <laughs> like my journaling. That's very pretty. <laughs> Thank you. You definitely have a, a gift and uh I can see why your your book is selling so well, um, and hopefully, my listeners out there, whether you're listening to this live or on replay, will uh, will order your book and and enjoy your book and enjoy your rhymes and your and your prose and your and your different um, and your different approaches to journaling. So that that's really great as far as. Um, the um the purpose as you as you so aptly named your your poem um and why it's important and what and how powerful words are because mm-hmm. words are all words are all we have to express ourselves so um mm-hmm. so that's really that's really great thank you uh, 
So let's see. Let's move on. Um, well, of course, I guess the next logical place to go would be meeting the president. Um, you um, you were only out of out of four hundred people who were narrowed down to four hundred, from what I understand, you were mm-hmm. one of you were one of ten who got to actually go to the White House and shake President Obama's hand and actually sit in a meeting with him and uh and talk about um different things like creating jobs and you know in your community, going back to your community and and working um on on both social change and economic change and and even civic change. Um yeah. and that is um that's a very great initiative by the president to want to reach out into communities and he realizes that people on the ground are really the ones who are affecting change and who are in the best position to affect that change. Absolutely. So so first of all, just the most gratuitous question is, was he really nice? <laughs> um, the, pres- yes. the president, of course. He seems like such a nice guy. I mean, he just seems so, I don't know, kind of laid back but in a very stately kind of way. <laughs> mm-hmm. In the, you know, he wasn't he doesn't seem as laid back as Bush. Bush was um President Bush was seen very <laughs> seemed very laid back. I mean, he was like very Texan. <laughs> but yeah, no, <laughs> But no, President Obama seems very um just very like um like kind of almost soft spoken and I don't know. This is just the way he's come across to me. Mhm. Yeah, he's very charismatic. He has a very uh, strong presence and uh, an eloquent, amazing speaker he is and um, mesmerizing, and I was just sort of taking it all in. He, um, of course, shook my hand and made eye contact with me, and I just remember feeling, you know, it's one of the happiest days of my life to, to have that honor and that privilege so um, it was definitely felt like I was on top of the world at that moment. <laughs> yeah, you said to me earlier when we were speaking um, off air that you could just sense the power in in the room when he walked in. Um, that it was just like you know, here's the leader of the free world. Here's the leader of our country. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> so so what you um, were a part of was the hundred youth roundtables, which was designed to stimulate conversation among youth, among the young people who were in positions where they could affect change in their communities. And what you got out of it, from what I understand, is along with a lot of the things that that came came from it, like supporting entrepreneurs, mentoring youth, um, and becoming a more educated voter. You started the Appalachian Social Advancement Project, or Appalachia, I should say. It's it's Appalachia. I think it's Appalachia. At least that's how I say it. Oh, okay. okay. (laughs) (laughs) I've been out of Tennessee too long. (laughs) The 
so I should say Layla's from Tennessee. We went to high school together. Yeah. Um, I'm from Tennessee originally, but I haven't lived in Tennessee in about 11 years. So, and I also married. <laughs> Excuse the phrase, but I married a Yankee from Boston. <laughs> and a lot of my vocabulary has changed. So when they say Appalachian, I say Appalachian. <laughs> But regardless of how you say it, it's um, it's the Appalachian Social Project, Social Advancement Project. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, what this is doing, from what I got from your um, your Facebook page, is that you are orchestrating civic engagement and awareness in the Appalachia uh, for social, political, and economic change. And that's certainly an area where. Um, education in these areas is very, very, very important uh, because just because of the lack of it. Mm-hmm. So do you want yeah. to talk a little bit about that project that you started? And this, and I should say that from what I got from you, you said this project started, you were very inspired after meeting President Obama and you wanted to come back to your community and, um, in effect, change. Yeah. So um, I just felt like you know, that opportunity to to meet the president was very powerful for me, and it was almost like the universe opened up and called me to rise up and do something more, and I just felt like I wanted to serve my community and my country at a greater level, and I found other like-minded individuals here in East Tennessee who wanted to come together and start having roundtables. Mm-hmm. So we had about four or five roundtables and just invited friends. I also invited people that I didn't know that well. Um, and we came up with the name, Appalachian Social Advancement Project. We've been meeting every Monday night at Earth Fair for the last couple of months. And Earth Fair is now sponsoring us for the next three months. We'll be doing a series of events. Uh, from mentoring youth on a cleanup hike to doing uh, chocolate espresso social networking at our fair and uh, promoting local entrepreneurs, trying to support them. Mm -hmm. So there's just a number of things that we're trying to do in the community. Um, Oh, okay. So it's it's there where you live in East Tennessee. what is sort of the the geographic parameters? So basically, you know, anyone in um, in the Tri Cities or even in Appalachia, they're welcome to be a part of the the meeting. Right now, we're just we're pretty local. Um, most of the people that come are from Johnson City. Okay, but what, do you reach out to people like as as far as as Appalachia or maybe as far south, maybe toward the um, the Carolinas or? Right now, it's pretty local. Just with the um, the mentoring um, is happening on college campuses as well as high school students, and mm-hmm. we're hoping to do a documentary that will feature you know, some of the rural communities and kind of um, shine light into some of the things that they're facing and the poverty and and those kinds of things that's still very, very prevalent in Appalachia. Mm -hmm. 
You know, and I saw it. Oh, go ahead. So education is, you know, one of the key key things that needs to happen to break some of those cycles. Right. And what kind of cycles are you seeing? Are you seeing families that just stay uneducated and 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 really don't know they don't maybe they don't vote they don't know that they have they have their own personal gifts that they could be sharing with the world um like like you do yeah definitely i think that um oppression is is very strong and poverty and um breaking those cycles is is very difficult um mm-hmm. Some of the the things specifically in Tennessee um, is drug addiction is very prevalent. Meth addiction is mm. very strong. Um, obesity has been identified as a real problem for for our state. So um, part of what ASAP wants to do is just start educating and. Mentoring is one way to start breaking those cycles and being a positive role model for maybe a youth who is struggling or who is living in poverty and they just need someone to believe in them. That's really um that's really great that you that you uh saw saw the need and were inspired by, you know, the very top. <laughs> the very, very top. You were inspired by um, President Obama and then saw how you can make effect change in your own community, which um, living up there, I didn't really realize. You know, when when I lived there, I lived about 10 to 12 years ago, I don't think those those problems were quite as pronounced as they are today. Um, things just seem to have sort of hit the skids as far as um, I've heard about, you know, the, the drug abuse and um in uh, you know East Tennessee or even all of Tennessee, but East Tennessee especially, and with the obesity epidemic, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is an, an epidemic, yeah. And mm-hmm. um, so, what are you? Um, are you, what are you doing to help combat these things? So this past Saturday, we did a a chili cook-off to combat obesity, and we raised close. It was our first event, so it wasn't a whole lot of money. But what we're going to do with that money is to sponsor a local uh, organization called Girls on the Run, and they help to encourage girls to exercise. They do a 5K run together, and um, so we'll mentor some of those girls and, um, you know, sponsor them in their run. Hmm. That's a really good idea. Yeah, so that's just one of the the ways that we are um, hoping to affect change. And like I said, we have a whole series of projects and outreach activities. So there will be a calendar of events um, upcoming in the next week or so that will announce all the projects that we'll have going. Oh, okay. And what are some of your upcoming projects? So we're doing uh, the cleanup hike will be November 12th. Um, it's mm. going to be here probably at Laurel Falls, which is um, part partly on the Appalachian Trail and needs some cleanup up there. Um, we're also going to do a a benefit for um, mountaintop removal, which is basically to help 
to pass a law against mountaintop removal in the state of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So um, that's another project that we're partnering on. Um, we're going to do a holiday bazaar at Earth Fair where we're having local entrepreneurs come in and showcase either their artwork or um, whatever products that they're trying to support themselves or sell will allow them to do that in the store that day. Um, oh, so Earth Fair has been very um, supportive of you. Yes, we are a friend of Earth Fair, so they, they are sponsoring us. And um, so they've so far, um, we just had one event, but, you know, we're having, looking forward to partnering with them and uh, really doing some strong outreach in the community. Yeah, that sounds like you're you're really getting your um your leg you know, your your sort of your your legs and in, in the community and starting with um with some really great projects to help build awareness of ASAP itself, um, the Appalachian uh, social advancement project. So, um one of the things that you said to me when we were talking uh, before the interview was if you build it we it will come. Or, mm-hmm. they, or they will come. What did you mean by that? So that came from the field of dreams, and it's just sort of stuck with me. Um, I, I feel like ASAP is, is kind of coming together in the sense that once people see that there's a, a place to plug into and to be involved and to volunteer, they're more likely to jump in to something that's already that's already built and that's mm-hmm. already formed rather than starting something on their own. Um, so we're hoping just to, to build the foundation where um, we are moving forward and we, um, we have a lot to offer. We have a lot of positive things happening, and I feel like that, will attract other people to join in and become a part of something greater than themselves. Mhm. That's great. That's that's really great. I uh I uh you know, picked up on the uh the field of dreams reference, but uh I didn't know how you, you know, interpret it with what you're doing. So, um is there anything else that you'd like to um to talk about or um maybe encourage listeners from all over the country and even in other countries um you know what you would like them to um to uh sort of take away from this interview I guess would be a good way to put it uh, yeah, so one of the things kind of tying this all in together, and one of the reasons that i I published my book is that for many years of my life I was uh, pretty sad and I didn't I didn't know what my purpose uh, was and um, what I was passionate about. It's kind of taken me a while to to find something that I love and really loving myself and. Um, my book I actually dedicate to um, women whose voices have been silenced and to those still searching that they will find courage and the courage to love themselves as well as to love um, other people that they have relationships with. 
And um, um, my book is also about recovery from uh, alcohol and drugs. It's something that I went through, um, and I I will have seven years sober um, in February. Oh, uh, congratulations. 2012, thank you. So, um, you know, coming out of oppression um, of Appalachia and coming out of some of the the hard struggles, I um, I feel like if I can give something back, then it keeps me humble and it keeps me um, in a place of unconditional love for um, for others that may need help. And um, so I guess my legacy that I that I want to leave is that if there's someone who is suffering and and specifically my my passion is for women who are overcoming um, addiction is that my hand will always be there if they need to to reach out and grab someone to help. Hmm. So. And so you went from struggling with with alcoholism and addiction all the way to meeting the president. So it can be done. Yes. And yeah. And it's not it's not a a never ending place where you have to stay, whether it's depression or you know or something else that's that's negative. That it's not a place where you have to stay even very long. You can pick yourself up and. You know, I've certainly, um, I've certainly been through my struggles as well. Um, I haven't um, had any struggles with addiction, but whenever I was 13, my father died from lymphoma. So the um, way, yeah, and the way I deal with that is the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society puts a walk on every year. And they put them on mm-hmm. all over the country. They're called the Light the Night Walk. And you carry these illuminated balloons. And every year I carry a balloon in my dad's honor. And oh, wow. It's actually coming up. And I, I have a. I usually have a party beforehand that raises money uh, for my – I form a team in honor of my dad or in memory of my dad. And mm-hmm. and then um, – and then I um, – and I'm tying this all into journaling in a minute. <laughs> but, uh, okay. I, uh, but I um, – I uh, walk in his honor and in his memory every year. And, and and one year I was the honorary chair of the entire walk, so I got to go up and make a speech, talk about my dad. So it was really kind of nice. And um, But anyways, I, whenever I get really close to the uh, walk, all these feelings start coming out in my journaling. Mm-hmm. So, so um, that is something... And maybe those were the experiences that you had with your challenges is, you know, you would realize that maybe things that you weren't thinking about during the day, you were thinking about when you were writing. And that's, well, that's how I uh, started. I, st- I guess I started journaling. It's only been a couple of years. I, I certainly haven't been journaling as long as you have. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's not something I've, I've talked about on air before um, is um, – it's my dad's death, but it's not something that I hesitate to talk about either, because mm-hmm. it's been 21 years, and anything I can do to honor his memory, um, I do. So, um, so anyways, um, we've all been through our struggles, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, we've all we've all we all have them. They they may come in different forms and and different shapes and sizes and all that stuff, but they're there, you know. So. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, and you're really really brave for coming out and talking about them, and and writing a a book, writing your memoirs, and sharing them with people, because so many you know so many times people are in that dark place, and um, I know a lot of people who are. And sometimes you just don't know how to reach them, no matter how hard you want to. So, Absolutely. So is there anything else that you'd like to, to share? Or if not, we will uh, we'll go ahead and, um, and end the interview, unless there's something that we haven't gotten to. I try to make notes and make sure that we cover everything that, <laughs> that makes you special, Layla. <laughs> Well, I've just enjoyed talking with you and um and feel like I've gotten to know you better and I appreciate that. So, um I just thank you for the opportunity. Oh, absolutely. I've enjoyed having you on the show. And uh we didn't know each other that well in high school. I was a year older than you in high school and mm-hmm. <laughs> so I didn't know you quite as well and uh but that's okay. We can get to get to know each other um a bit later in life. And um, and uh, I don't know. Maybe sometime we can hook up or something when I'm in town. But um, oh yes, definitely. I would love yeah. that. Yeah, I usually come up there about twice a year. It's so hard from Florida to come up there because it's you know it's like eight to ten hours. So right, yeah, it's a long drive. Yeah, most people from Tennessee want to come to Florida <laughs> and visit me. Mm-hmm. But um, but anyways, um, well, if it's okay with you, I'll go ahead and wrap up the interview. We've been on the air about 30 minutes now, so. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. And my books are available on Amazon.com. They are at a discounted rate right now, so they're absolutely $9.99 for a uh, book. Thank you for, I, I mentioned your book in the very beginning, but I did not close with that. I apologize. The name of your book is A Memoir of Layla. Uh, semicolon, uh, shining light into darkness. And yes, uh, your, your book is, I got your note that it was half off. So it'd be a great Christmas gift, I think. It'd be a tremendous yes, Christmas gift. So, um, so thank you for sharing everything and thank you for all you do for, well, for my home. I mean, I still consider Tennessee my home no matter how far I, no, no matter how far I travel away and live away. It's still my home. So thank you for all that you do and thank you for, for representing uh, our region to the president, and thank you for um, for writing this book and sharing your um, your deepest and you know most um, most sincere thoughts. So. Well, I'm I'm happy to do it, and congratulations to you for all the success that you've had in your life, and having the uh, radio show um, is very uh, something to be proud of. So um, um, hopefully we can keep in touch. Definitely. We'll definitely keep in touch. So I will go ahead and, and uh, end the show here and say that for the success design, this is Beth Schenkel-Anderson with special guest Layla Wright signing off. Thank you. <laughs>